Yes, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Court Combo Podcast with me and the guys from the rotation. In today's episode, we'll be talking about an interesting opinion from a couple of us on the Golden State Warriors, the situation and what can happen there in a few years. And we also go into a little bit the Kevin Porter Jr. situation and we break down how we feel about that. We also have Joe's hot take, which is which is a good one. Yeah, you can stay tuned for that one. Not as good as my hot take, but... Oh, shut up, Jamed. Nothing's going to be as good as your hot and, take. Um, yeah, so just go list, watch, like, subscribe and enjoy. So, guys, yeah, as the, at the first topic, I think... Sorry to upset you a little bit, Joe, but I do want to talk about... A little bit. The, I do want to talk about the Warriors because I, I do... I guess you could look at it as a bit of a controversial like opinion on the Warriors is... I, I don't want to use the word... Oh, I've, in my notes, I've said wash, but wash is obviously a bit of a harsh term when you've still got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green. But I don't. I personally don't see them winning winning a title with that core. I honestly, like, in the next five to ten years, I would be very, very shocked if they, if they won a title or even made a conference finals, if I'm honest. So... <laughs> I want to. I want you to you to start with. Conference, I'm assuming conference this, final as well. Is it? I don't think you'll make a conference. I think at most you'll make a conference finals in the next five years. But I, I just, I just don't see it happening because, um, well, one, you've got older stars like obviously Steph's 32, Draymond and Clay are both 30, and Clay when when he by the time he next plays won't have played for two years. Mm. So obviously, I know you can say, oh, John Wall hasn't played in two years and he's had a pretty decent season, but. Who knows what will happen? I, I don't think he'll struggle when he comes back, but obviously not playing in two years is going to have some form of impact. Um, obviously, you've got you've got quite a, a, a young sort of bench sort of guys, but none of them, in my opinion, other than Wiseman and Wiggins, to an extent, are very good, if, if I'm honest. Yeah, you've got Eric if back, mm. back, Pash, Bashkal, I, can't, I, I always struggle to say his second name. It's but, Pascal, um, bro. It's not that horrid. Pascal. I, <laughs> I always, no, because it's spelt weirdly. It's not spelt like... Pascal Siakam, it's spelled differently. Anyway, and um, yeah, I just don't. You just got to ignore that. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't see. I just don't <laughs> see that that group being any any like not any good. They'll be Especially good. But the I don't West. see them being. Especially in the yeah, West. you're in a really tough conference. You've got multiple young teams just in the West alone, and obviously there's a team in the East that will get better. So if you do make a finals, there are teams in the East that arguably this season and even with Clay are probably better than you. So. Yeah, I just I want to hear your argument against why. why okay, before before I tell you that, okay. uh, before I tell you why your opinion is wrong, um, <laughs> <laughs> what were your, your thoughts on the matter? Okay, I, I, I'm kind of on the same boat with Rory on this one, just because I believe um, I don't really see much. I'm of taking the fucking hat State. off now. No, you know what I think it's going to do? I think, that, I think they're going to ride the wave that they've got now. They're going to ride the Steph Curry, the big three wave that they've got now with Clay, Draymond and Steph. But I don't see that big three being a championship three anymore. I see them, they can, they're going to get you to the playoffs. They'll probably get you to, to second round, maybe conference finals. But uh, just with the teams in the, in the um, league right now, I don't see them winning championship I mean, with the future teams and there's not really uh, much of a future there other than Wiseman like I said and Andrew Wiggins fucking shit financially oh. you're, <laughs> and you, you financially that's your team like you can't you're in a similar situation to, to the Nets obviously you're probably a little more flexible than the Nets are right now but yeah. in the sense that I, I, I think, think they're all all your stuff so Steph, oh, wait, Steph has two years left on his deal but Draymond and, and Clay both have four years left on their deal so they're you're, you're stuck with him for which obviously is not they're not bad players to be stuck with, but you've got no flexibility in that team unless you trade for them. And I, I just don't, especially Draymond, I don't see many teams want to trade for Draymond with that size of a contract. 
So I just don't yeah, see I mean, how you're. Um, I just don't think you're very flexible. Yeah, I think I think the best the best future outcome for Golden State, which I don't see them doing, is just rebuilding, just going into a complete mm-hmm. rebuild, getting rid of the star players, which I, I they probably they won't do. They won't do. No, they never do it. But yeah, yeah, they'll never do it. But like I think that would be the best possibility for them, yeah. just to start, just to go into rebuilding phase now, because they just not they're not really a contender anymore. I don't think. Okay. Hey, Joe, right. tell us why you think we're wrong. <clears throat> okay. So, I mean, uh, I kind of see the argument of who's going to trade for Draymond's, like, fair. I see that. And I see it's not even about Golden State being completely shit. It's more about the other teams in the West just being good. Mm. But I don't know. Like I said, I think especially with next year, I was talking to you boys the other day about that. I think next year is going to be the telling year for it. I mean, we know, I mean, obviously, Steph is going to be on fire. We need to see how Clay will return. Yeah. We hope him well, but like you said, we have had a lot of star players come back, or like even Kevin Durant come back. It's not two years, but a good, like, what, fucking year eight. It's good 18 months, months wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good and while. Yeah. He's come back being as strong as ever there as well. So yeah. I feel like yeah. when you have players, obviously that is fairly rare, though, to happen, especially with the injury he had. But I feel like what's good is when you consider next year with Clay back as well, you think about the team development together, especially with Wiseman as well, who we know I, lo- we know I love him. And then uh, I feel like with Draymond and with Andrew Wiggins, like you dissing Andrew Wiggins, but he's... <laughs> love Wiggins. He, like, as like a Canadian, defensive player, like he is quality. It's like even when he yeah. had to clamp up, say, Kawhi, like recently, mm. he's held him from... Two yeah. to no, twelve field yeah, goal, and even he LeBron, good. he's held him to like low, yeah. yeah, like league stats. And this is after him. I feel like you see him a lot happier and a lot stronger now at Golden State than he was at, uh, at yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously, yeah, at first true. when he came in, everyone was saying, "Oh, like, oh, why would you trade him for D'Angelo Russell?" Like, oh, like it's there's people was making fun of it a fair bit, but I feel like yeah. he does. I feel like Andrew Wiggins fits better in the team. And I feel like when you consider it like that, you've got Wiseman's got the experience, especially from Draymond, gets his IQ up and everything. You think Clay comes back if he comes back strong. Steph's going to stay strong. I think Eric Pascal's a great option as well. And you throw Wiggins in there. Like I say, you've got a good strong seven, eight players there that once they play together and build together, you know what I mean? I feel like will be even better than they are. You've got a great defense there potentially and I feel mm-hmm. like you've got I mean obviously you've got the Warriors offense as well if all goes well and I yeah, feel that's like like I say I mean I wouldn't when you do have strong teams like the Lakers coming up you know Brooklyn is going to be a good it's going to be a good year for them next year so that'll be another thing obviously Utah have been playing well recently I think they just dicked us and everything do you know what I mean like I, I'm not I think we just still have the potential there. I think we still have the talent there and the the kind of um, the ability on both sides to 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 be contenders. But like I say, mm. I mean, I I think that we have got the potential for it. But it does also depend on, and I do agree with you. It it's about who else is in the league now as well. Yeah. Like when we yeah. was doing a seventy three, you know what I mean like the seventy three uh, was it twenty fifteen. 73 wins it's like it was a completely different yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean and, and uh, but yeah like I said I just think I like the team I like how strong the team looks and I think 
next year with playback, I, I feel like you've got such a selection of great players. And like I say, you've got a great defence. You've got someone that can hold down stars more so mm. in the... Um, uh, in the in playoff situations, like these star players hold them to below their league averages. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I just feel like this it's just a good concoction, all in all of a. It's potential. It's not. It's not like guaranteed. I wouldn't sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna win, we're gonna win." There's potential yeah. to not make out the conference finals with you know Lakers, Clippers teams. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there and there is potential even in. The East with um uh so you know what I mean teams like uh you've got the Nets uh, the Bucks the 76ers yeah. have been not terrible this Celtics. year so Celtics have been yeah, playing any well, of those yeah. teams any of those teams make the finals if you, if the Warriors can make the finals then obviously mm. it makes it it's an interesting thing but I've also I know you, you touched on on the the Jazz doing doing well this year and I've I've got three teams in in the West alone that I've written down are, that have I think a much better future than than the Warriors and I've got the mm. Jazz. Um, I've got the Nuggets and I've got the Mavericks. The Mavericks, I think, I are the, the, Nuggets, the Mavericks. Yeah. The Mavericks, I think, are one piece away from being an, an NBA like serious NBA title because they're like top yeah. three team in the league. And they, the thing is, um, seeing reports like and stuff, it's like the Mavericks are very aware that they're one piece away because you've got obviously you got your your all star like star guard in, in Dontich, who's obviously crazy good. You have got your big man in Paul Zingers, who's obviously a, an unbelievable player could yeah, do it absolutely. inside and out. Um, They've got a good supporting cast. They've got some good... Uh, they've got some shooters that surround them. They've got some good, def- like, long defenders that surround them. I think if they're one, like, one more scorer, sort of, like, wing scorer mm. that's, that's almost maybe a little bit of a high-caliber player, but someone almost on, like, an Andrew Wiggins level. Probably, I'll probably go... Maybe they need a player just above Andrew Wiggins level. But someone yeah, like Kelly that... Sort of play- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> someone like that who... Um, Who's gonna? Who can defend threes and fours? Who's gonna? If you need him, he can isolate. He can. His three-point yeah. shot is is in his career has not been the most consistent that you'd like, but he can hit a three if you need mm. him to. I just think that, that especially the Mavericks, they're they're one solid piece away from from being better mm. than than the Warriors. I think. Yeah, and, I um, think that's the thing. With I agree with the Mavericks. I feel like coming into the season, I think there was people was looking at them as well. But like you say, it isn't obviously a complete team as is. Luka Doncic, like like you just said, I mean, this kid is he's a joke. He's like, only like 21, 22 yeah. as well, which is crazy. He, he is an absolute yeah. joke. Like um, he's playing pro at sixteen. He was fucking. This is it, and he's getting like he's had a few triple doubles this season alone. Yeah, yeah. and like his shooting hasn't been that great though. This season, his shooting hasn't been mm. as good. I don't as know it off the top of my head, to be fair, but. but can I just, I'll just add one more thing, and this is this is obviously. I'll be honest. I don't think this will happen, but it's mm. not a hundred percent. It's not going to happen. Um, Steph Curry is a free agent after next season. He will be yeah. thirty-four years old. If Clay comes back, you don't do too well. Steph has had his whole career with with the Warriors. He might think, you know what? Let's try and like see see who's got cap space. And off the top of my head, I wonder who. I don't. I can't remember who has cap space that year, but. Um, but there'll be probably a few contenders that if they move a few pieces around could add mm. Steph Curry. And Steph Curry will be 34, as I said. So he'll still be he, quite lucrative, I think. He'll still be a very yeah. lucrative sort of player. He's not going to be, obviously, the player you're going to go like four years, 120 mil for. It'll probably be more of a, a two-year sort of thing, like a two-year, 75 mil sort of deal, I think. But um, Which obviously still a, a lot of money. But um, <laughs> oh, he'll, um, he'll, he'll, he'll get a good deal in... 
he can obviously Steph Curry. The one thing that Steph Curry doesn't have that he doesn't need to rely on is athleticism. And obviously, as you know, when players get older, the more athletic players struggle more because obviously athleticism mm. might probably is the first thing to go when mm. once you get older. And obviously, he, he might lose that first on, step though. He might lose that first he, step. He, he's very he, fast. He's very fast. But he's, he's obviously his the main aspect of his game is is like ball handling and craftiness. And yeah. he can still get, even though he's obviously well known for his shoot, shooting, he'll still, even if he loses that first step, I think he'll still be able to get to the rim whenever he wants because he has those like amazing mm. little like flip shots, floaters in the lane and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. but that's it. He still gets like, what is it, averaging about 10 and a half drives a game. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not bad. Yeah. And I think next, yeah, I mean, obviously he's a strong, it depends how he comes back. I think he comes back. He wants to be, like you say, he wants to be a, a, a contending player again. I feel he like might he'll want still one, one more, chip, one more chip before he's done. I think he'll want, yeah. and I don't see that coming with the Warriors. Obviously, I'll be honest. I would if if you'd ask me, I would, will, do honestly think that will happen. My answer would be no. I think he'll probably want to um, end his career with the Warriors. Yeah, and just you know, yeah, play his whole career agree. with them. But I wouldn't say it's a guarantee that it's going to happen because mm. when it like Steph has, he's never really been able to be a free agent in the in the sense that when his contracts have been up in previous years. The Warriors situation has been too difficult to turn turn out. Like obviously, the Warriors at the time could offer him probably a bit more money. I know he took a little bit of a pay cut, especially to get Kevin Durant and things like that. But mm-hmm. he's um he's 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 always been in a perfect situation where where the Warriors have been the best team by far. That if he left and joined any other team, he'd be in a worse situation. No matter what the team would be, he would be in a in a shitter mm-hmm. situation. But now the Warriors and how I think they're looking now. As much as I do really like Wiseman, I, I like I like a couple of their young guys, but. They don't like. I think. I think the Warriors will almost. They almost probably be like. You know what, Steph? We appreciate everything you've done. If you want to leave, we've got nothing against we you. Support, like, yeah. And we can rebound. And also, that would leave Clay to be a number one option, which he's never ever had in his career. And Clay, I really? think, could literally be like a thirty-two point a game score if he was a number one option on the team. Because mm-hmm. you've never seen him. You've never seen him have to do it. He's always been the guy that. Oh, arguably, is a third option. Well, it was more of a second option when obviously yeah, so KD came. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. Oh, yeah, with KD. KD came, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about when KD came. Third option, he was just like he would just come off, come off and curls. He would just hit his. Obviously, he could hit threes. He, he was just that. He was. He played that Ray Allen role where he would just come off screens. He would obviously could put the ball on the floor if he really needed to. Underrated defender. So I would be very intrigued to see that happen. But also, and it's the same as I said when. Um, Steph is a free agent, he's 34. When Clay and Draymond are going to be free agents, they'll both be 34 as well. So you've got an, an aging team with them. Um, obviously, you're not quite as old as, as as other star teams, like probably the the Lakers are probably, because obviously LeBron's getting up in age. They've got Marcus Gasol and, uh, and players like that, that that are very, very up there in age. And their window is obviously very small. But if I think if the Warriors, especially if they don't win it next year, I don't think they'll they'll win it. In a t- I think if, they, if they're going to win one in the next five to 10 years, it will be. It will have to be next year. Otherwise, I just don't see it happening. I see. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think I want to see it happen next year, but there's a lot of other teams with a lot of uh, potential as well. But thought, I feel like it'll make for a quite an exciting season. But yeah, yeah. go on, Jabed. Yeah, I was thinking. My thought process is that not that the Warriors are bad, but it's just yeah. I don't see them beating like the Clippers, the Lakers, <laughs> the Nuggets. I don't see them being better than those teams. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, we, that's all my feel. Yeah, that's not what, that's not my argument at all. It's not that I think they're they're yeah, bad. Yeah, oh yeah, because no, you can't turn around. Yeah. you can't turn around. I think, and say yeah, shit, I, like you can't. Yeah, no, like, and no one in their right but, minds yeah. uh, going to say they're they're bad. But it's just, I think especially, especially when Clay comes, I think the the divide yeah. now between the top teams and the bottom teams has been as big as it's ever been. Like, yeah, yeah. You know oh, I mean? absolutely. Like, you look at like 
because all the stars seem to be coming on, coming on to like these same kind of six or seven teams. Like all the top ten. Yeah, it's been traded play, between the top five. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like three of the top ten, arguably, I wouldn't consider them top ten, but in Kyrie, but uh, three of arguably the top ten play on one team. So it's yeah. like mm. it's that just pushes such a big divide on, and then you've got like probably ten teams that don't have probably even a player you'd consider as an all-star on their team yeah so the, the divide's massive but i just think because the divide is so massive that's created so many quote super teams i know some teams aren't quite there yet but they, they're real really good playoff teams yeah i just don't see the warriors being able to compete with them especially with aging stars the last few years obviously yeah. clay's health it's not obviously not been as faulty they've been more, more contact injuries they've not been that his body's just given out on him but he's his health obviously in a lot Play, wouldn't have played it. It's just so unfortunate, played. yeah. Yeah, whatever. obviously, yeah. Steph, Steph, um, same sort of situation. It's been more contact injuries, but he's Steph's always had a bit of a dodgy. I think it's his right ankle. His right ankle's not been the greatest yeah. for him. He obviously broke his hand beginning of last season. Oh, it did yeah. come back at the end of last season, but but as you, as you know, yeah, health, health. Let's just forget about slight. last season. Like, yeah, no, just, no, it no, didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I think, and to be fair, got you health, Wiseman, health is a so. slight concern. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, Wiseman's I'll the perfect again. piece I'll to be around. Yeah. Wiseman's the best, the best, like, I think he's the, out of all the, out of the he's whole He's the perfect draft, pick you could have got. He's a perfect I think, yeah, if you, if you, yeah, if you looked through the entire draft class of, of 2020 and you said, if you, know, you have to pick one player to build your team around, I think Wiseman's the number one pick for that. Like, he's such a, because obviously he's a big presence. He's, uh, he's not taking many, but he's uh, he's hit like 40% of his threes. He's only taken like 15 so far, but yeah. he's hit some potential that he can hit threes. He um, hasn't really shown much of an offensive game um, mm. yet, but I, it's not that he hasn't got it. It's because obviously his role on the team is he needs to be a, a rim runner, catching logs. Yeah. Like I feel like there's, the there needs to be a level of confidence built up for him there. Yeah, like he needs to be more aware of what shots he can or where he's got. Definitely, yeah, but his role on the team isn't isn't too. But if you, I know yeah. he played like three or four games, in college, <clears> but if you watch a couple of his, his college games, he's posting up, he's doing little hook shots. He's, mm. he, he's almost yeah. looking, like to me, he looks a little bit like, I don't think he'll ever be that this that good but almost like um to me like a shack with a jump shot like mm. i don't think he'll ever be that good yeah like, he, yeah he's like he was too big he was at seven one like i think 240 which obviously is not massive he probably could bulk up a little bit and get to that 260 2670 mm. range but which i think will be perfect for him because that won't mean he won't lose too much like running speed he'll lose it obviously a tiny bit but it won't yeah. be much he'll be bigger than everyone if he can still work on his three-pointer so he can Shoot more than fifteen mm. in the first, you know, month and a half of the season. He'll could he'll shoot maybe three or four <laughs> a game, hit one and a half a game. Yeah, but I think, I think he steps up as well. I feel like you could see him coming, like uh, with with Clay involved in the team. You'd see like maybe a third option for him. I yeah, think. yeah. I don't mind. That. I'm just saying if if they if they went to choose like a rebuild, sort of like Jabed said earlier, like a rebuild, like they went for a rebuild. The perfect. I think he's the perfect player to build around, especially if yeah. you can get two or three years of him. With like a Draymond, a Steph, and a Clay, mm. where where especially Draymond has, has, from what I've seen so far, has been instrumental to his game so far. It has been especially yeah. on the defensive end because the one thing that people were worried with Wiseman about was defensively because mm. he's not great. He's not a great pick and roll defender. Obviously, he can block shots, yeah. but doesn't necessarily make you a great defender. But I just think get him a couple of years with with those guys. Maybe get rid of those guys, trade them off. Steph leaves, and then he's his team, and he's he knows all that. He's got three years of that knowledge. Just a pass on to a rebuild team. I think it's a very good idea for them. Yeah. So, um, moving on to the next topic, what do you guys think about the whole Kevin Porter Jr. situation with him being traded to the Rockets? 
So I'll go, I'll start this off, you know, because it's a sober we can shut up every once in a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was important. I think it's important for I think it was important for him to move, especially we all know about the locker, like not the locker, the outburst the other day with the food because of the the move blockers, which I mean I've seen, especially when I see Charles Barclay and Shaquille O'Neal were chatting about it as well, and they kind of voiced their feelings about. You know how how you would feel if all your personal things were moved without permission for just the first fucker that walks in the door, and like I feel like like they were saying it, and obviously I feel like it's fairly intuitive that it, it's disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? And you want to, especially if you're part of that organization, you that is that's not what you need. Obviously, they traded him for a shitty. You know what I mean? For a shitty like. Second round pick as well. The heaviest second round pick you could possibly do. <laughs> and it's just, it's one of those where I feel like they clearly didn't value him as much. They said that there was going to, oh, we've tried, we've done what we can. I don't feel like that's necessarily yeah. true, but I feel like they have this to say is, that, don't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do. But it I sounds like, like they're trying to protect themselves. Sounds like when they go in, when he's going to Houston, like, Houston have a good record of, of developing these players because uh, and with the culture around as well. So I feel like, and I think I've seen it a few times as well, I feel like that'll be a strong move for his career. His career hasn't really had the chance to get started yet because of all the controversy, but I feel like he still has potential to be a, a really, I think he still has potential to grow and become a really great player in the future. Do you know what I mean? It's obviously we'll need to kind of see how he does now. Um, he was obviously 30th pick um 2019 was it yeah yeah and um yeah i think the, the biggest thing is we really see how off the court and how your kind of uh mental state can really himself. impact yeah it can really just impact your game because we know yeah. he's physically he's a good player do you know what i mean um when we have seen him although it has been a while um but yeah i mean i i feel kind of bad for him you know what i mean like, in a yeah. sense, I don't think he's really got his opportunity. I don't think he's been supported as well as he could do. I think he's been disrespected. But I feel like now that he's in Houston, I feel like that's going to be over with. And I think with Houston, I said this before, I think I, I like I like the prospect of, of Houston yeah. going forward. Yeah, I'll be honest, I couldn't agree more with what you, what you just said. The only the only thing I would add is is to just elaborate on, on what you said is, I think the perp literally when I was thinking of, of when this whole thing was happening before they traded him, I was thinking in my head when I was watching videos of like people like or, like the NBA media talking talking about him, like what would be a good fit for him. And the Rockets instantly came to mind because the Rockets mm. they've got he'll, he'll go into that. So fingers crossed he can actually get on the court this season because obviously due to due to um, legal reasons or whatever and, and off off the court reasons he hasn't hasn't stepped on the court yet. But um, if he can step on the court, he'll have no he'll, there'll be because obviously the Rockets now they've traded away James Harden have zero expectations. He'll go on there with no expectations. They won't be like, look, we need to win X amount of games. It's like, no, they're rebuilding mm. for the for the, uh, the lottery. They're going to hope they get a good pick. He'll have, he'll have no pressure. He'll build with uh, good leading guards. He's got, obviously, um, Oladipo and, and John Wall was, was in front of him in the yeah. backcourt. Mm. You've got I don't think Oladipo Gordon. started as we... I mean, we see earlier this week about him starting quite strong. He got... Yeah, exactly. And, and nine just, assists in his debut. I'm just yeah. thinking. I'm thinking more off the court. Like that, those those guys are leaders, especially Eric Gordon, who's who's a, who's a respected veteran in, in the league. Mm. You, you, I think just fit wise, 
it's a very good fit. He doesn't have to. He can really focus on his game. He's got a great coach in, in Stephen Silas, who this is actually his first yeah. ever head coaching job. He's been an assistant for, like, I can't remember the top of my head, but it's like over 20 years he's been assistant at multiple mm. different teams. And obviously, the main job of an assistant is, obviously, I don't know the ins and outs of his roles in previous teams, but he probably spent a lot of time developing the young players and young pieces. And obviously they've got their, their or James Harden situation. So they've all got a big sigh of relief. They're um, bringing a new, a new young player. And the one, the one thing that gets on my nerves about this is, is I would, I remember when Jabed said on the Kyrie episode about, we think Kyrie's having some mental health problems, but everyone was, everyone was looking out for Kyrie. Kyrie goes straight back into the lineup, blah, blah, blah. This young kid who's, who's the same age as us three is, is clearly, I think, struggling with mental problems as well. And what mm. do they do? They get rid of him. And it's like, no, you should. That, that, uh, that's that's like just because uh, Kyrie Irving has a, a ring and can do four hundred crossovers in a minute, like doesn't mean that he gets any special extra treatment. I think than Kevin Porter Jr. So to me, it really shows favoritism in the league for all the wrong reasons. Obviously, you have got stars in the league that are going to get. Yeah. They're going to get. I mean, if you're paying someone get, 33 mil, you're probably going to show them a bit more respect. Yeah, but, but I'm not thinking about those basketball players. I'm thinking about them as yeah. human beings. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like they're both they're equal human beings in the sense that they're both clearly struggling with something, whether or not yeah. it's mental health or whatever it's not. It's just any, anything else. And it's like they, they seem to be complete. Con, like st- Kyrie missed games because Kyrie wanted to miss games. Kevin Porter Jr. wants to play. He hasn't. He's not shown mm-hmm. anyone that he's not committed to playing for the team and helping his team. Yeah. Even when they traded him, he put out. Um, I think it was on his on his Instagram. He put out like a really heartfelt message to the to the Cleveland Cavaliers organization and the city of Cleveland after they treat him like shit. He's doing that. Do you know what I mean? It's like all the, and it's just like other people. Yeah, because this only like, real issue has been the off the court stuff, and I've heard he's got a bit of a he's got a bit of an attitude about it. But yeah. you know what I mean. Like I, I think he's all right. You, you need know what I mean? you need yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you need the right you need the right person that it just ain't yeah. gonna take no shit from you. They're gonna give you love. They're not yeah. gonna disrespect you. They're gonna love you as well. But they'll be like, yeah, like fuck it, pack it in. Yeah, yeah you need that right kind of balance. I just feel like the Cavs didn't offer him that right balance. They just kind of and obviously we don't know. There was obviously reported that there's been things that have happened off the court that haven't been revealed to, to the media that, that he's done. Um, but it sounds like this isn't this first like issue with staff members like, behind the scenes. Mm. But obviously he shouldn't have thrown food and, and got really aggressive to, to people. <laughs> Throwing but... his toys like the crab. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but, he, uh, but, he, um, but yeah, I just feel like there was a right and a wrong way to go around. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, I was just thinking. Yeah, imagine being a grown man <laughs> and you're probably and you're throwing like food. mashed potato at someone or some <laughs> shit. Just for it's just not. I'm sorry. I can just imagine him just having like, well, like a, one of those big things of like, um, like fizzy drink from like um, Wendy's and saying, just dash me in the face. I don't want it. You ain't going to play me. I have to have that green peas on a spoon and he's just flicking <laughs> green peas at people. <laughs> Jesus, but yeah, no, no, like, bless I'll, him. I do feel for him, but I just—it just, just yeah, tickled me yeah. that he's grown up and he's literally throwing food like that. Yeah, obviously he shouldn't have done that. He, he did really show his age. Yeah. But, well, I say throw his age. We're all the same age, and we wouldn't throw food at someone. But um, <laughs> but we um. I mean, he did really show some immaturity there. But I, I see like, him as like the, the evil Michael Porter Jr. That's how we refer to him as. 
<laughs> the villain he's and a, antagonist, Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he'll, um, I do think he'll fit well in, in the culture that, that Houston seems to be trying to, to achieve in the next few years. But um, especially because he's a 30th pick, his contract will be very, like, his contract will be like 1.3 million a year for the next, like, obviously, for mm. the next, this mm. year and the next two, if they decide to uh, bring him up, uh, qualify as um, team options. But, um, yeah, I just think that if he, he's, this is a really good fit for him, hopefully, fingers crossed for him, he can get on the court. Because I think one the best thing for, in my mm. opinion, the best things for these players, like a Kyrie, like a Kim Porter, or any other player that, that may be struggling with, with it, whatever off the court issues, I think the best place for them is to play, like on the court, where you can yeah. just, you're not focusing on the outside, you're focusing on your, you know, your plays, your, mm. where you need to be, your spots mm. on the floor, and things like that. So you're, you're literally physically not uh, coping with it. And if, uh, not, um, not coping with it, sorry, not um, thinking about it, so I think it, it'd be that's for me like the best therapy for for like especially professional athletes is to get on the court or field or whatever that their sport mm. is that they play. So I just yeah. fingers crossed for him that he gets on the court and and that mm. he can he can put up some good numbers for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, going on, it's finally it's finally my Ooh. turn to do Let's the uh, to do the hot take. This will be our final hot take um, of this season uh, of podcast. Um, we're going to have different segments coming up. Um, and one, I feel like I've heard more talk about it uh, this week, especially. Um, but I, I, th- I think I think there's a lot of potential there. So my hot take is I think this season, I think Julius Randle is going to make the All Star team. Okay, and here's why. Okay, so obviously I was talking to you, uh, not on the podcast. It was I was talking to you the other day about the Nets, and I, I think the Nets should be doing better than they are now, but they're still doing all right. With Julius Randle, obviously, he's, at the minute, he's playing the best basketball in his career. His percentages are up, his rebounds are up, his assists are up, his points are up, okay? And even, he's not even top 50 for his efficiency rating. He's averaging, at the moment, 23, 12, and 6. But yeah. even in even in the recent games he's been playing... His rebounds from 12 are looking like there'll be a higher average, looking around 15, 17 a game. He's shooting 48% and 34 from beyond the arc, which isn't like godly. Do you know what I mean? It's not like godly. Not his but, game, though, is he? But as a known as a knockdown three point shot, that's pretty. I, I think that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, it's it's definitely worth considering. I think I like him. I think this season I have liked him and. RJ Barrett as well. Mm. So, like I said, I think they're they're doing well. They've had a few bad games recently. They had a few losses back to back. But I feel like we're going to see a lot more from the Knicks this season. And um, obviously, it's always worth considering with all these players now coming back off um, off of COVID and everything. There's going to be a lot of um, improvement throughout the year. Like I said, we've seen him improve this year already, which was already an improvement on his whole career. I feel like. If he keeps up the way he's going, I don't. I, I think he'll make the. Uh, I think he'll make the All Star team. So, I just bet I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first, Jeb. So Julius Randle's. A, I really like Julius Randle's game because he's a big guy who can put the ball on the ground and like yeah. he's really good off the ball, off the dribble. But an All Star, an All Star. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think because you've got way too many talented bigs. Currently, I don't think Julius Randle is up there for the. How many bigs is it? And also, game is it four or six? 
Um, I think it's six now because they, they've got rid of the centre position. So, no, it's just a forward spot. Yeah, so it's just four so, bigs. Yeah. Just, uh, six bigs, they don't really care Which about arguably makes it harder because now centres are considered forwards in the all-star like, voting yeah. and stuff. Which yeah, but it's, a little harder for him. it's also worth thinking he's coming from the, uh, the Knicks, obviously, obviously, uh, obviously, obviously. He's coming from the Knicks in the East as well, which I think gives him a better shot yeah. at it than if he was, yeah, say, in the West. I think, yeah, which how, I should how have been doing the, How are they doing the All-Star game? Are they doing it East and West again? Or are they just going to do it? Uh, no, I think if it goes forward. If I think, yeah, yeah. there's talks it might not even happen, but if it happens, I think they're going to do like with the captains and stuff. But what they'll do is they make yeah. it even so there's like 10 players from the East, 10 players from the West. It's just the team's going to be oh, a bit okay, muddled then. up. Oh, I that think case, that's what they're, they're um, going to keep doing. They've been a bit quiet on All-Star Weekend because um, there's a chance it might not happen, obviously, because you've got to have loads of people travelling in. Obviously, if COVID's still, still an issue, which it most likely will be, um, yeah. like it, there's lots of factors. So I, I'd be surprised if All-Star Week went ahead. But I think what they'll do is just so players get that extra like, accolade in their career, they'll still do like all-star yeah, yeah. and stuff. It'll be May to July, so I mean, I feel like if it's possible, but it's obviously... To be fair, if they're doing it, um, if they're doing it free from each conference, then perhaps he could, because uh, I'm trying to think of two other big, well, three big men who are better than Julius Randle right now. And, and this is what I mean, I feel like when I've seen his, I, I have, I, I don't recall seeing the game so far where I've been like, oh, like, that was that was shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I say, like, he has been doing well. It's, yeah, he's yeah. Had the amount of boards he's, he's grabbing, he's and, yeah. and he's got those games. He's had thirty-point games. Like I think he does struggle offensively against stronger teams. Like you'll see him drop to maybe fifteen, but then yeah, like yeah. I feel like he's really building up to. Yeah. Obviously, he hasn't had that opportunity yet in his career. I'll be honest, Joe. Mm. I love it. I love this. I love your this hot take. I I think I think you're spot on with this. I think he'll make the All Star team. Thank I, you. I, I love what he's doing because the thing that I think with Julius Randle, what, he's, what you've seen in his career, because obviously he was drafted by the Lakers on a bad Lakers team, then went to New Orleans on not great New Orleans teams. But um, he was putting up somewhat decent numbers. He was putting like 18 and 8 sort of numbers, maybe 16 and 8 sort of numbers. Like not, not like yeah. amazing numbers, but like, like a decent level player's numbers. But they were on bad teams, so you could argue they're empty stats. He's putting on, I can't remember the exact stats, of what, 23, 22, 12 and set, uh, 6. Like, He's doing that on a team that are currently in the playoff picture and are a couple yeah. of wins away from being yeah. like fifth or fourth in, in, in yeah, the league. I, I don't think spot. they'll get that high, but he's putting on numbers for... He's the first option on that team. He's the, yeah, and he's, he's really yeah. embraced that. I think, I, obviously, I don't know this for fact because I've never spoken to Judas Randall, but I think during <laughs> the off-season, he's especially, um, not with scoring-wise, but I think he's definitely looked at like a Draymond Green and the way Draymond Green facilitates... Um, that offense is almost like you could argue that Draymond Green is the point guard on that team because he facilitates the offense. He's probably arguably the best part in that he's team. The, yeah, yeah, and I think he's and he does it from the four spot traditionally. So and obviously that's where Julius Randle plays. So I just think he's watched a bit of that mm. game. Obviously worked. He's always been able to score. Not necessarily. He's, he's about five or six points above his, what he what he's, his previous like uh, mm. season yeah. like what he's average, but. Um, but he's, he's definitely put the work in. His rebounding has really surprised me about how he's... He's, he's not saying he was a bad rebounder. But, and I think as well, one thing that's helped him is traditionally... Like, he's he's the average... He, like, he is the prototypical four-man for the current... The way the NBA's currently mm. played. Like, a little undersized yeah. at 6'9". Not, like, built out and beefy. Like, he's not mm. not, not necessarily a big guy. Like, he's... he's is he not strong, listed as 6'8", sorry? 
He's six out six nine. I can't remember. Is it? He was uh-huh. six nine in college, but I can't remember. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's you know what I mean, like typical undersized big. Yeah, yeah, still, like, still. If in certain lineups, the ball on the ground. The five, yeah, you could play him at the five in certain in certain situations. Um, I think that's good. And an important perfect thing situation for him. with anyone yeah, who you, who you need there to be to be scoring. Like I say, averaging twenty three points is not like I mean he's not KD, but it's not near like I, it's a good number. And he's efficient from the line as well. I think he's around 80% yeah. from the line with games sitting at 100 yeah. I think, against Golden State. Rare, rare to find that in a big nowadays. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because even if you, if you look at Giannis, uh, Gianna? Giannis, um, for example, like because of him, Milwaukee are 25th in free throws. But fucking without him on the team, they are first in the East in free throw <laughs> shooting. Like, oh, I, 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 I put... So you think that one? <laughs> you know I mean? That's bad, man. That's a travesty from 25th to first. Oh, I really like this. Giannis, Giannis, didn't deserve, Giannis didn't deserve MVP, but that's another. That's another. Um, yeah, no, that's a conversation on... for another day. I said Giannis. I don't think Giannis deserved MVP, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think wouldn't. That, I um, agree with you. No, nah, but honestly, just to elaborate a little bit more, I, I love this. I love love the hot take from you there, Joe. I, I think that definitely, definitely, will, at minimum, will be a real, really in the conversation. But I'd be, yeah, I feel like it's really, easier first, to overlook him. Like, I yeah, say, and I think it'd be well, great for yeah. New York, the, the, the Knicks fans. I think it'd be great for the Knicks fans because I think the last All Star for the Knicks was was Carmelo. If yeah. I don't, I don't think there's been one since, yeah. since Melo, but um. They haven't really had any good players since Melo, but they... Wait, was, was Porzingis all-star when he was at the Knicks? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. No. The only, th- only thing I'm thinking he might not make the all-star is depending if they take Clint Capella, because my guy has been balling Ooh. out. He had what? Yeah. 27 rebounds the other day? 27, 28 rebounds. Bro, whenever I see blocks, at 15 blocks in a game. That impresses me. Nowadays, something about seeing someone hit over 20 rebounds and there's something about it just makes yeah. me wet, man. I cannot. Like, I adore. It's I just, adore seeing just, 23 rebounds, just 27 rebounds. It's just straight hustle. Yeah. There's no there's no real skill to rebounding. You just have to it's just one in the ball more than the other. Yeah, person. but that's what yeah. I mean. It's like you shouldn't really be getting... There's a lot more times like you, you shouldn't overlook the importance of, of getting the board there. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are happy to be on the offense. They'll throw it up and, and they just ignore it. Or even from the free throw line, like really you should be grabbing that mm. or you should be hustling to get that, to grab yeah. those extra points. Mm. I don't feel like... And he's, are... he's on the Hawks now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's just there catching all of Trey Young's shots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the shots Trey Young misses, he's just there catching all of them. And I think that gives his... Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll take Julius Randle or Clint Capella. That's what I mean. I just think he's... I think he could yeah. be overlooked, but I think with the way he's playing... I, he I would take him as an all-star right now. Over. Yeah, I if you told me the All Star game yeah. was, was next week, he's in my All Star team. And but my one, I'd say, slight concern with those numbers is I think they're a little bit inflated in the fact that he's, I think, fourth in the league in minutes. He's averaging like thirty-seven minutes a game. Thirty-nine minutes a game. Thirty-nine minutes. Oh, yeah. so it's more. So he's essentially playing the whole game. So that will naturally inflate your points a little bit. He's, he's obviously he's done well, but yeah, that many minutes game, and I'm just worried with him averaging that those many minutes, especially if they they go to the playoffs. Is mm. does he have the gas tank to to be mm. able to manage? Like especially yeah. if they if they can, because mm. I think especially in the East, you look at it. I think they're they're most likely to upset a team uh, like mm. a higher seed. Yeah. Like if they get six. I think eight, upsetting a Bucks or something. They could upset. Yeah, a Bucks. like I just think they could upset mm. Bucks, and I think even potentially 
they could take a game or two from the Nets if they played them. Uh, I would say yeah, with the series, is, but take this a game is another thing two. I was saying the other day as well. I think with the Nets going forward, is they're going to excuse me. They said not. They said they've got they're holding teams to. It's kind of mad that this is the best in the league, but they're holding mm. teams to one hundred and two points, Tom a game, which is the lowest. Tom Tipido, yeah, Tipido, yeah. He's um he's the best. He's literally probably arguably one of the, the best, best defensive defensive coach coaches. Time, Offensively, he hasn't. Never really mastered it, but he's um, especially when he's been assistants on some some good solid teams. He's just been the mm. defensive coordinator from those teams. And obviously, you remember he was the coach with he was head coach with the Bulls when when it was like the Bulls Derek Rose, Lord Dane, yeah, they, they had one of the best defense defense. And those guys, the and they were really they were up there. They were yeah. up there defensively. Yeah, yeah it just I think it just depends. Are amazing. I if you feel got like the right situation, if you feel like good offense can be good defense, so like, I know some people have like of the you know I mean several thoughts about this. But like I say, I feel like they've got they've got the best defense in terms of how many points they're conceding yeah. in in a game. Mm. And like I say, when you are seeing players like Julius Randle step up and improve, even so far as we all know, like what fucking fifteen games into the season, mm. and he's still, still got better from yeah. the start. You think, okay, yeah. well, we know the rebounds are going up. The, the points he's probably going to set around twenty three points. Per yeah, game I don't see going up or down. But I see, I see his boards going up to at least at least around 15, 14, So at least a couple yeah. extra every game. You know, yeah. there's like he's got like a cheeky steal per game, cheeky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, block, it'll be nothing. Yeah. Like, he's not an elite defender. But guard, he'll find someone to guard, but he's not like an yeah. elite defender. Like you wouldn't put him on like your be- the, the opposing team's best player. But he can always. He's, he's never. I don't think had an issue finding someone to guard on the floor. But yeah, that's yeah, what, I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think the he's Knicks a, as a whole actually have got nicely really good rounded. Yeah, mm. I, love, I love what they've got going. Really good hiring for the head coach. Yeah. Nice young core. Let's just hope maybe they can. The they biggest... can yeah, they can just get I'll, a I'll just good say, free agent um, in a few years and see what goes for Dennis there. Smith Jr. needs to fix his shit up, though. But other than that... <laughs> yeah, there's always oh. one, though, in there. Yeah. He was expected to be like the next Derek Rose, and now he's just averaging like four points a game. Derek Rose sitting on Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, yeah. Bless him. Bless him. He needs a oh, ring, man. He needs a ring. <laughs> Getting one in Detroit. As a toy. Yeah, get 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 my boy on like a backup point guard at the Lakers, man. <laughs> get him that ring. Just get him that ring. He'll yeah, happily take a minimum. He's on a minimum right now. He'll take another minimum. Yeah, <laughs> still, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, like obviously, like I say, that's the hot take. I think Julius Randle will make the uh, yeah. make the All Star if he keeps going as he is. At least I, I think he's definitely yeah. at least a strong contender, like you say. But um, yeah. yeah, that's my hot take for this week and the last one. The season though as well cool so should we end it there then lads yeah, yeah. cool well thanks for listening or, or watching guys we really appreciate it go f- listen to the full episodes of the podcast on uh, spotify anchor or google podcast we've got our socials we'll link them down below please go give them a follow and we'll put in loads of stuff every day or at least every other day on the socials and appreciate everything guys so see you soon see you soon